Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Monday pod of Born to be a Star. What amazing weekend. Had such a great time at church yesterday, getting ready for the Christmas concert coming up soon. Um, it was really an enjoyable time. And the message that Father Ford said is like, we don't know when Jesus was born. Like, granted, uh, you know, we do have remnants of joy and giving and love and sharing and caring. But, like, we are the light. And listening to Father Ford saying that we are the light and that, you know, God or Jesus uses us as all vessels is so inspiring. And I just want to inspire you with the message of your light and your star power today and every day. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to recognize that anything is possible if you put your mind to it. And it is another opportunity for you to say to yourself, I can do anything. Yes. You can go for that promotion at your job. Yes, you can decide you want to move to a different town. Yes, you can decide you want to change who you vote for politically. You can decide that you want to change your favorite color. And you can decide that you want to change the color of your hair. Maybe you could decide you want to take your life back and you want to be healthy and you want to go to the gym. And you want to have a regimen. Maybe you want to do Herbalife or you want to do Tone It Up. Or you want a nutritionist. You can... Change your mind and decide anything you want. Yes, you can. You can do anything. And no one can stop you. You can even decide that maybe you want to be vegan, pescatarian. You want to eat meat forever. You want to like pepperoni more than you like salami. Maybe you want to decide that you want to try steak for the first time. Regardless of any of that, yes, you can is the answer. Following the yes, you can. And yes, you should be happy during the holiday season, aspiring others to find happiness too, following the yes you can is the never give up. If you give up, how are you going to get to the best part of the story, right? And the best part of any story isn't at the end Well, it is at the end of the story. But the best part of any story isn't at the beginning of it. It's not five seconds into it. It's not even really five minutes into it. You know, lately I've been catching up on uh, the first rendition of Kitchen Nightmares where Gordon Ramsay goes to restaurants all around the nation and he helps them really figure out what went wrong. And he is so inspirational to people, telling them not to give up, telling them that they have to hold on, and all these other things, too. And it just feels like we need to be promoting that positive feeling and relationship with others. The yes, you can't and the never give up. The never give up is the understanding that you have something to fight for. You have to persevere through the difficulty to get to the good. And the good is not going to be at the beginning. You're going to have to wait for it. Don't give up on yourself or people that you love. Following the never give ups, especially during the holiday season. Love everybody, man. Big hearts, big smiles, big happiness. Following that is the why not today. Because why? Procrastination 
and indecisiveness isn't going to get you anywhere. Sitting there trying to determine how you're going to get something done or when you're going to get something done might not help you get something done. In fact, it might stop you from doing things. Don't wait forever to do something. Make a move. Tell somebody you care about them. Chase your dreams or want to explore or have kids. Don't wait forever, especially if you're a woman you might not have forever. Trust me, man. Life can sometimes be difficult, but you know how you find the good? By doing what you can do today instead of waiting for tomorrow. Instead of saying you're going to wait to next week to get the dishwasher fixed, maybe you should give a call to the handyman today. Maybe you should see if you can hang up those pictures or decorate that room or fix up the bed or wash those clothes. Or do these things that are important. And maybe you shouldn't wait to the end to start doing things. If you're going to volunteer and be involved in your community or your church or your family, don't show up at the last minutes and don't make plans at the last minutes. One, that's not good if you're really doing something. Because if you want to have a party and people are supposed to bring things and you wait till a day before the party to remind people about the party, that first of all, they might not come. And second of all, They might not bring what you wanted them to bring. Taking this all into consideration, you really you have to do things when you have availability to do them. You can't procrastinate and put anything to the side because life doesn't work like that. We might want it to, but it doesn't. So use your smart brain, use your star power and make your decisions today because the aliens might come eat us all tomorrow. We don't know. We can't guess. Like, I know we want to believe that people can read spirits and tell time and have the ability to teleport and all this stuff. But do they really? What's our proof of that? I don't know. Let's just use our common sense. If we have availability to do something, why not do it when we have the time instead of waiting till we might not have it? Moving on from the main part of the conversation... Let's get to some of the headlines. So, you know, there was a a battle last week between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. And I think the only thing Ron DeSantis did was pave the way for Donald Trump to be the nominee for the GOP. And I just think that the only thing Gavin Newsom did is show who exactly who he is to California. Now... Are we really going to lie to ourselves and pretend like California is a place you can't wait to go? Because it's not a place I can't wait to go. And honestly...
Are we gonna act like? Like Gavin Newsom isn't really running for presidency. He has been running the entire time. Are we really pretending like <coughs> he's backing up Kamala Harris? Dude, he's running against Kamala Harris. She knows it too. These people are so shitty, so slimy, so greasy, so embarrassing. Dude, Joe Biden is clearly guilty as can be. And clearly, we've got a problem. Clearly, with proof and evidence, are we supposed to just not talk about the fact that Joe Biden is guilty? And I was listening to Fox News on Sunday, yesterday, and I don't know, it was the Fox News report or something, and these two guests came on the show, and they were telling whoever show it was on that they think that the conversation shouldn't be focused on Biden, and they shouldn't try to impeach Biden. Instead, they should talk about, like, uh, inflation and stuff like that. If we don't attempt to punish Biden for his behavior and we don't call him out and show the proof and the evidence of everything that he's doing, we're just giving them a pass. We need to stop giving the microphone to people that want to give Joe Biden and the, Biden and the Democratic administration a pass. They don't deserve to get a pass. They deserve to get in trouble. They don't deserve a way out. They deserve handcuffs and a black hole somewhere. The more we lie and we pretend like guilty isn't guilty and bad isn't bad and horrible isn't horrible, the more we allow that. And allowing this is doing one thing, making it easier for the next idiots that get in there to do the same thing. And that's not helping any American. That's not helping any working class soldier. That's not helping any family. That's not helping any man, any woman, any daughter, any son, any aunt, any uncle, any niece, any nephew, any pet, any child. That is not helping America by allowing these motherfuckers to get away with everything. And I'm not going to allow it. Right. I'm not. We need to call them out. They need to go. They need to go. And these weekend people on Fox suck. I'm just going to say it. You suck, man. Your talking points suck. Your guests suck. Nobody cares, man. If you really cared about the Republican um, voters, you wouldn't have these people on these shows that want to hype up war and want to hype up giving in to Democrats. You would understand that no one wants to hear that, especially after what we witnessed them do to Donald Trump. No, we're not letting them get away with anything. And you shouldn't want them to get away with anything either. I'm, I'm not going to hide how I feel about Ben Shapiro. I'm not saying I don't like Daily Wire. I'm not saying I didn't. I don't listen to it. I, I just listened to it on Friday and I listened to a few uh, a little bit of it over the weekend as well. I'm not going to stop doing that because of what I don't like he did. But I can tell you that we can't let them get away with these things. Elon is really entertaining for me, Elon Musk. He went to some interview or something 
and the people were asking him, you know, is is he going to be okay with advertisers not giving him money? And his response was basically, fuck you. And you know what? I like that response, right? If people are going to try to blackmail you into not speaking your truth over and over and over again, then you're automatically going to be a loser in any regard. Because your truth is the truth. Because lying and pretending like facts aren't facts and reality isn't reality isn't going to help. It's fun watching Elon Musk say, I don't give a fuck about these cars. I don't give a fuck how you feel about X. I don't care. If you don't like it, too bad. And it's fun watching him get rid of media matters and bring his lawyers into it. And he's going to bury them alive. It's entertaining, right? You know why it's entertaining? It is entertaining because it's a message being sent here. First of all, we're not alone. Second of all, when you have money, people don't get to tell you what the fuck to do. Just like Dana from the, from the uh, what is it? The, he's the owner of the wrestling group. He basically said the same thing. Fuck you. If you don't like what I'm doing, turn me off. That's the message we have to send. Regardless of what side you want to be on. (coughs) Regardless of that. You need to be sending one message. (coughs) Fuck you. It can't be, I'm going to acquiesce to what you want and I'm going to change things around. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No. It can't be that. So Elon Musk is hilarious, and I I hope I get to see more videos of him telling him like it really is, because I find it entertaining. Disney continues to fail with their crappy-ass movies and the way they're trying to indoctrinate people, and no one cares about it anymore. They're losing money at Disney World. They're losing money with Disney+. Plus. They're just losing, losing, and losing. You'd think, with the platform and everything that they have access to with Marvel and Star Wars and everything that they have available for themselves, they'd be able to figure it out and know what the masses want. But instead, they have just totally ignored reality. I don't think that they got the memo, but it's entertaining to watch them flop, flippity, floppity, flop. They're not doing good, right? Bud Light isn't doing good. And I know George Soros wants to help them stay alive, but they're a joke. They're a meme. Nobody with common sense is going to drink it. It's going to be in everybody's basement in a corner. It's going to be the one bear where there's a lot of it. And the only people that are drinking are broken, ignorant because they don't understand what happened. Fried 
believe that I'm cooking here in Flavor Town, right next to Guy Fieri, and I'm thinking of all my journey and everything that I've done to get here. I just, I don't think that they understand. And Disney failing isn't the end. The debate last week, I talked about it a little bit at the beginning. I think Ron DeSantis won. There was a lot of Republicans that say that said he could have talked about like the border more or talked about whatever more. I don't agree with that. Like I agree maybe he should have talked about the border more, but I think he did a great job. We know he's not gonna be the president. He's not gonna be the nominee for the presidency. He did a horrible job trying to connect to people and it him doing a good job in Florida doesn't mean he's going to actually do a great job with the nation. I think that we have a tendency to want to pretend like Gavin Newsom hasn't been trying to set himself apart from Joe Biden from the beginning, going to China, cleaning up areas of California for when Yi or Z or whatever the fuck his name is visited last week, or was it a week? Maybe it was more than that. He clearly is a sleazeball. He's taking money from people and making shit up and lying and denying and pretending. Honestly. I think we have to stop acting like we don't need more debates. I think the Republican debate wasn't actually a debate. There was a bunch of people up on that stage that work on him. When anyone with common sense knows that Nikki Haley is a distraction technique, and anyone that's willing to vote for Nikki Haley is is a Democrat. Okay? Kennedy is not a Republican. Any conservative saying that they're going to vote for Kennedy, anyone on an opposing party to Donald Trump that's not just getting behind him right now, does not understand what's happening. They're unaware of it. Donald Trump gave us something that we never had before. American freedom. There weren't people with weird headscarves in this country talking about Palestine and fucking Iraq and Iran. There weren't people talking about their Muslim principles and all this ridiculousness. This is a country where you can believe in whatever you want. Except they don't want us to believe in whatever we want, do they? No, instead, they want to tell you what they think. They don't like America. They don't like any Western civilization. And in their eyes, we're the problem. But in our eyes, we need to understand that the problem is them. And until we do that, we're going to be a dying country. Americans aren't having babies no they're not they're probably scared about climate change and they're probably thinking why would i want to bring a kid into this i've said it many times before women with common sense do not have their kids in their 20s 
they have their kids when they're older, they have more stability and they have more money. That that's a fact. My husband has a lot of girl cousins and I have girls cousins as well. And not all of them have kids. Like maybe one of his has kids and like two of mine do. Like you're setting yourself short by not being financially prepared or mentally prepared and ready for that. People aren't having babies. One, everybody keeps telling them climate change is a problem. Also, they're becoming eunuchs because they have all these surgeries done on themselves and then they can't have babies. They're doing it to themselves. I think that we shouldn't be scared to call these people out. And also, we should admit reality. Americans aren't having babies the way they used to. Smart, intelligent people are waiting. They're, they don't want to give their child a life that they don't deserve. And it's not okay to bring your child up in a place where they can't learn, they can't read, they can't write, they can't speak, they can't grow, they can't prosper, and they can't do things. I think that we've messed up here. And I don't know. I don't know. The reason young people aren't having kids is because everybody else told them not to. And they've listened. They've made abortions too easy to get. And they made the idea of family non-existent. They've basically told you that if you have a family and if you're young and if you're trying to live and if you're trying to survive and if you're trying to figure it out, nobody cares. That's basically what they said. And everybody fell for the trap. So we are a dying humanity in the United States of America. And we're going to become extinct. And no one can blame anybody else but themselves. Nope. Advertisers can't blackmail us. Well, I mean, shit, they can't blackmail me. And I know they want to act like they can. I think that. These people that are all on these 
platforms, whether it's social media or anything, especially social media, though, trying to get all your data and shit. I think they do anything so they could have power. But I think we need to turn the power button off. I think we need to send one message. And the one message has to be this. You can't blackmail a blackmailer. And you can't tell me to do something. I'm Elon Musk and I'm Dana here. Here's my one message to you. Fuck you. I don't need your platform. I don't need you to prompt me up. I do this podcast and nobody pays me for it. I don't work for anybody but myself. If anybody doesn't like what I'm saying, then they don't have to listen to it. I tell you the truth on this podcast about politics and these people that work in Washington, D.C., because it's important that somebody that's normal, that's in reality, tells you it. I'm, I'm not on a platform like Daily Wire. I'm not Tucker Carlson. I don't work for Fox News. I don't have a staff of 15 people behind a closed door editing everything. I'm not on Rumble trying to push something, trying to get you to con- to give money to me on the Amazon thing, Twitch. I'm not doing any of that. I'm doing these podcasts every day, talking about multiple conversations, mostly politics, because I want you to wake up. If you're voting for these people, if you're allowing these people to have power, if you're not second guessing what they're out to do, you're going to injure yourself in a way that you can't recover from. I beg you to question the Biden administration, the Democratic Party and the progressives actual motives what do they really want why are they trying to take away gas stoves and tell you how you can use soap and that you shouldn't eat meat what are they doing they want you to be miserable and guess what advertisers suck it i don't give a fuck how you feel about anything you don't need to like me you don't need to like another a lot of people media matters can put whatever they want anywhere but i guess their ass is really going to be eating some bricks because they don't have as much money as elon musk does and for all these people going out here trying to take away people's freedom of speech and their power trying to eliminate their ability to have happiness and positivity in their lives god sees everything and the one thing you can't hide from is his wrath and while you're out here pushing this pinocchio bullshit around about gay lives matter and trans blah 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 and all this rainbow bullshit that doesn't actually exist right it's all a distraction green energy doesn't exist either because have you seen all the shit that's happening in ireland and the uk it failed Uh, it failed They don't actually have power. We need to take our power back. You can't blackmail a blackmailer. My God. I think that we just need to laugh at these people. Who gives a fuck about Apple with their woke-ass ideologies and their videos about how their watches are this and that, but they're all made in China? Who are they kidding? And I'm the first person... 
to just tell you the truth. Like, I watched the whole Apple video, and at first I was excited about it, but then I looked at it, and I'm like, they're lying about shit. Because if these things are made in China, it's not doing the green energy and saving the planet or any of that. And they know that. They're all full of it, right? They're all full of it. These advertisers need to advertise for themselves. That's it. Moving on from the politics and no media allowed, let's get into the main part of the conversation. If girls don't apologize, then you'll just have to deal with it. Why are women apologizing for being women? Why are we apologizing allowing LGBTQ people to take over our lives and to take over what it is to be a woman? I watched... (coughs) I watched the documentary of... What is a woman this weekend? And I know you're probably like, I thought you already watched that, Star. But I didn't. I didn't really look at it like that. But I did. I did this weekend. And when I watched this, the one thing that I gained from this is that girls, teenagers, and young women are are losing themselves in this war against men deciding that they don't want to compete in their own sports. There aren't going to be any female sports. They're going to completely take them. This is a war between women and men and men pretending to be women. And the chromosomes and when you're born and you have a penis or a vagina, that's it. Taking medication and getting your body chopped to pieces and then sewn back on isn't going to make you another sexuality. So, girls shouldn't apologize means this. I was born this way, and I'm not pretending to be a man. So don't pretend to be a girl. Don't pretend, don't pretend to be a woman. You have no idea what it's like to be us. You don't know what we go through emotionally, mentally, physically. You don't really understand. The idea that you want to play game and you want to woman face us and you want to walk around in hills and you want to put dresses on and you want to be fucking Dylan Mulvaney and you want to do all this ridiculous stuff. The idea that this is legal and allowed is insane. Do you know what women endure? A lot. And do you know what doesn't help that? People pretending to be us. So girls, don't apologize for being beautiful, for being smart, for being young, for being in charge, for setting your own trend, for going your own way, for making up your own mind, for doing your own thing. Don't apologize for that. Don't say sorry and don't second guess yourself. Don't beg anybody for your attention and don't suck up to advertisements and be desperate on Instagram and TikTok or any of these other social media dead sites. Understand your value, understand your worth, know you're beautiful, know you're talented, know that the world is your oyster, and do amazing things. The time is now, girls and young women and women of all ages, all sizes, all color, all hair textures. Look in that mirror. Look at it. Love the girl that you see, the girl that you've been, and the girl that you're moving into. This is only the beginning. Don't apologize for being incredible. The only people that want you to apologize for being incredible and having accomplishments are people that don't have any, right? 
I've talked many times about the difference between educated people and uneducated people. Uneducated people don't have any motives or drives because they're uneducated, while educated people have a lot of drives, have a lot of goals, have a lot of things that they want to accomplish and do. There's clearly a difference. I want you to see that. You have that power. And they can't take it away from you. Moving into the next part of the conversation. Pink is everything. Oh, my God. I should have got that Michael Kors pink pocketbook. Shoot me now. But I'm going to buy it when with the wallet at some point. I do love pink. Pink is like, I think, my third favorite color versus red, yellow, then pink. But I do like pink. I think it goes with everything. It's such a girly color. I really am going to explore pinks this summer with my nails. I love pink. Like, at first, I was scared to like it as much as I do. But I feel like I'm totally turning into, like, a Barbie girl. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Why can't I like pink? Why do I have to be a boy girl? Why do I... Like, can I like all colors? But I feel like... Pink is everything. It matches with everything. It has like a positive like vibe to it. And it's really pretty and like almost iridescent and cool. Traveling plans. Do we have any traveling plans? I don't know. I mean, at some point I got to figure out what I'm doing for my birthday week. I kind of want to go somewhere, but I don't know where I want to go. Like it's in the summertime. Maybe Maine? I don't know. Uh, maybe Spain. Maybe some somewhere nice and pretty. Um, I don't know. Maybe Florida. But going to Florida in the summer is, like, hot. So I don't know. We'll see what I decide to do. As far as traveling plans go, I don't really have any traveling plans right now. Me and Skip are supposed to take a vacation together in February. Maybe we'll go somewhere hot then. You know, I... I, I would normally be saying let's go to Disney World, but like I said earlier, Disney's dying and I'm not going to give them any of my money so they can suck it. Um, but I do want to go somewhere. I, I would like to make some traveling plans now, getting on a plane and uh, getting some checks off on the uh, passport is definitely intriguing to me. Um, definitely. I do want to spend some time going through my ancestry for Ireland because I do want to become a dual citizen in Ireland and the United States of America. So I'm going to have to get some more information from my mom about that so I can start that process <clears throat> because I want to be able to just go back and forth between wherever um, my family was from and here. And I want to have that ability <clears throat> in case I just decide one day I'm done with America and I want to just live there. So that's the goal, man, right? That's the goal. Moving on from that, Time for babies. So me and Skip are really making this a time that we're going to start trying to have babies together. Whether it's just the two of us doing, preparing for that. Or whether we're like going to go to the doctor and get help or start the abortion process. Regardless of any of that, we are going to start planning out having kids. It's the time for us to do it now. It, we're not going to continue to wait. 
So within the next year, we will have our first child, and I'm excited about that. Um, bringing Nicholas into this world is something that's very important to me, and I know it's important to Skip. Um, I'm glad that we did wait, especially that, you know, he's like in his career, and I've figured out mine, and I think it's time for us to bring a little, a little um, Italian, Irish, German stallion into the world that's ready to just take the world by its ears. I, I'm excited about having kids. I can't wait to watch them grow up and play with each other and learn and aspire to be amazing things. And I'm just, I'm so ready and committed to the idea of that. Um, I, I talk a lot about how smart people wait and I think we're right on board with that. We've waited our time and we're ready to get into it. So I'm not gonna apologize for it and I'm ready to do it. So, we are going to be having a baby. So if I come on the podcast and I tell you I'm preggers, don't be surprised because it's happening any day now. Hopefully the first one is a boy, but if it's not, I'll be grateful regardless. I just hope God blesses me with boys because I I don't know if I want to deal with myself. I'm a lot of work, man. I am not an easy girl. I am not simple at all. I'm very layered and there's a lot to it with me. And I'm not what just meets the eyes. There's a lot there. And I don't know if I want to deal with that with a daughter. Like, I don't know. But whatever God has in store for us, whatever the plan is, we'll just go with it. I'm just so excited about this next step in our marriage, this next step in our lives, and us being ready and prepared for that. You know, sure, at this point, we would have wanted to have a house, too. And we would have wanted probably other things as well. But we're going to take it one step at a time and we're going to be happy with what what we have now. So a baby is coming and hopefully his name will be Nicholas or maybe her name will be Trinity or Sophia. We'll see. Um, I like Trinity or Sophia. Trinity from The Matrix because I'm obsessed. And Sophia because I think this is such a beautiful name. So either Nicholas or Sophia will be coming within the next year. So jump up and down with us because we're having a baby at some point soon. Yay! It's time. We're going to be parents. Oh, God. This is going to be fun. Moving on from us having a baby, diapers and bottles and breastfeeding and the breast machine and all that stuff. God, my boobs are going to get bigger. This is going to be fun. Um, um, fun and parenthood. I think parenthood um, is being able to teach your child something that maybe they don't know or maybe being able to teach them differently. Not looking at an ailment or something that they can't do like everyone else as a disability, but looking at it as an advantage. When people say that their their children are like, like they have like a disability and they don't speak or something, I don't really see that as a disability. I kind of have the mindset of Kanye West. It's a superpower. So a superpower is not a disability. It's a superpower. I think parenthood gives you the ability to be able to teach your child in a different way. It gives you the ability to have strength and patience and determination and courage and endless love, unlimited love and unlimited patience. 
being able to always be there for them regardless of anything that they're doing. I think that's the beginning steps of parenthood. It means you're not going to be able to do things that you did when you didn't have kids. And at some point, you're going to have to grow up. Now, there are a lot of young women and men out there that don't understand that. They still want to go hang out with their friends. They still want to do all this childlike, immature behavior, and they don't grow. And if they don't want to, they don't have to. But if you are really going to have children and you're going to do things, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Having a family means you're willing to do things differently. And me and Skip having kids or anybody having kids doesn't mean you're not going to live. It just means you're going to live differently and you're welcoming little, little people into the world that are going to chase after you and want to be like you when they grow up they're going to look up to you for moral support and a bunch of things and you know what you should love that i can't wait i dare you to be the best parent that you could be if you're dealing with something and you're like i don't know how i'm going to deal with this if you can get through anything else you can get through parenthood too it's possible our experience with being Benny's like parent, and even though he's a doggy, and you're like, that's not the same as a parent, kind of is. It kind of is. Anything is possible. I think that you'll be an amazing parent. I think you're an amazing person. I think you're handsome and beautiful and amazing and gorgeous, and you have unlimited talent. And the moment you find out that you're going to be a mom or a dad is the moment you're going to figure out who you are. Because being a, being a parent and having your own child is the best experience that you could ever have. Damn. Did she just do that? Yes. Okay. Now we're going to move into something deep. And you might be asking yourself, what do you mean, Star? You talk about deep stuff all the time. Why are you acting like you're just going to start talking about something deep? Girl, shut up. Okay, fine. I know I say one thing, do another. But I'm going to get to the point here. Here it is. Can I tell you about stupid women? Okay, so there's going to be no filter here. I'm going to say a bunch of stuff right now, and a lot of people probably aren't going to like it, but I don't care. I don't do this podcast for anybody else but my listeners and myself. So here goes. Stupid women are chasing dreams that they're never going to have. Stupid women are thinking that something's going to happen that isn't going to happen. Stupid women don't spend time building themselves up with a plan for the future. They just wing it. Stupid women don't understand credit. They don't understand time. And they don't understand patience. They don't understand that if you're going to have children, you got to give your child a great life. Or they're going to get eaten for breakfast. Stupid women don't understand, like... You don't want to be a person that is a gold digger 
or you don't want to be a person that doesn't have any actual skills. You don't want to be untalented and you don't want to be unaware and you don't want to be a person that's putting like society's values over your own that is what i'm talking about when i talk about stupid women women that don't understand that they're lucky to have a husband they're lucky to have a family they're lucky to have a home to call their own they want to be like greedy uh They want to be greedy, vicious, mean, horrible monsters, and they don't want to have jobs. They don't want a career. They don't want to be responsible. They want to live off someone. They want to live in their mom's basement. They don't want a career. They don't want to go to college. They don't want to understand simple things, right? That is a stupid woman. You're assuming you're going to get something for nothing. You want to live off the state. You want to get stuff for free. You're looking for handouts. You're looking for a way not to be held responsible. You don't want something of your own. You want to talk about other things. You're trying to be a victim in every regard instead of being a survivor. Honestly, why do that to yourself? Why isn't that something where you would be embarrassed? That's a question I would have. Like, stupid women don't actually think about things. They just make stupid decisions and they don't understand, like, what's going to happen. They're stupid. And there's too many of them that are having children with men that don't love them, that are desperately holding on to things that they can't have, that are chasing dreams that are over, that are acting like they're doing something so incredible. And they don't get it. Honestly. Honestly. Stupid women don't think they're stupid. Stupid women want somebody else to be responsible. Stupid women think that they're smart. And stupid women don't know that the end already came and they already lost the race. That's a stupid woman for you because a smart woman is already 10 steps ahead of the race and she's already finished while people are still running, right? A smart woman understands that if she does not have an education, she doesn't have a backup and she doesn't have a plan, she's going to fail because it's a very competitive world. And if you're not aware of that, you've already lost. If you are not 10 steps ahead and you are not planning like that, you have already lost the game. That is it. We can't sit here and pretend like everything is something that it isn't. Stupid is just stupid. And women have a tendency to pretend like they're not. But normally, unfortunately, they are. Now, you can be smart. That does take a little bit of time. And it doesn't take a lot of effort. But a lot of people just willingly want to be stupid. I don't know why, but... Let's move on to watching things. Have you heard of something called wild crime? 
Blood Mountain. I saw that on Hulu. Looks pretty okay. The Food That Built America. That looks pretty interesting. I think that that's like a documentary. Uh, maybe I'll watch that. The Killing. I think it's a movie. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that, but it looks entertaining. The Clearing. That's a like a mystery movie. You know I like mystery movies, so I'll give it a try. Lost Car Rescue. Now, you're hearing me say the name of this show, and you're probably thinking, what is this? It's a show about a car being rescued that was lost. I'm assuming that's what this show is. I think we should try it. I think we'll be excited and we'll will like it i don't know i like shows about cars but is this like about like an old like vw being lost at like a car lot and then they find it and they fix it up and they drive it or are they just finding junk like i really need to like watch a like I think that we really seriously need to watch that show because maybe it'll be fun. It'll be about cars. Hopefully what I just said and not some stupid show about like finding some car on some like mountain or something. I'm hoping it's about what I just thought it was. I like shows when they like fix up things that aren't working and that are like old. It's kind of entertaining. We'll see what happens. Outside of that show that we might get to or might not get to. Customer Wars. Doesn't that sound interesting? Do you think Customer Wars is a show about customers like being at odds with each other about like something happening in a store? Or do you think Customer Wars is about customers having different opinions? Honestly, it could be a combination of any of those things. I think we should try it and see if we like it or not. I saw it on Hulu and I'm willing to try it. Accused and Hot Ones. I don't really know what Hot Ones is about, but I'm willing to try it. Moving on from watching things, I've also been binge watching Guy's Grocery Games because I love Guy Fieri and I always will. And um, tonight, Raw's on and hopefully um, our boy is on there. Um, we'll see what happens on Raw tonight. I don't really want to hear from that stupid group with Rhea Ripley. She's on my nerves. And I'm tired of that group. And I'm, I'm looking for more action. So hopefully we actually get the action we're looking for. And there's probably a lot of other things on that are good tonight. There's also all those Christmas movies I've told you about. There's lots of things to look at. Moving on from watching things to eating things, chicken parm sandwich. So I know you're probably like, what are you, what is that? What kind of bread are you using? 
pause on the bread. This doesn't have bread. So you're going to take two chicken fillets. You're going to lightly season them with garlic seasoning and Italian seasoning. You're going to get a one pan or a pan or an air fryer. I, in fact, I'd go air fryer here. I'd get the air fryer out. I'd put the chicken in the air fryer for about 15 to 20 minutes. Take it out. Then I'd get fresh mozzarella and I'd get some sauce, whatever your favorite spaghetti sauce is or your pasta sauce. You could be a person that wants to make everything from scratch like me, or you could be a person that wants to buy the jar in the store. Whichever you prefer, you put the sauce on, then the cheese, then you put the other tenderloin back on top, put that in the oven, add some basil, <coughs> let that cook off for another seven minutes till the cheese is melty. Cut that in half, and you just made yourself a chicken parm sandwich with no bread, no carbs. I think you'd be very surprised and very happy. Moving on from the chicken parm sandwich that I can't wait to eat Alfredo spaghetti squash. So you're basically going to take a squash, cut it in half, take out the things that don't need to be there, take a fork, and just Take the insides of the squash out. Then you are going to add in a Alfredo sauce, which is heavy cream, cream cheese, sour cream, butter, oregano, Italian seasoning, garlic seasoning, garlic. Mix that. Now you can put that into a, a KitchenAid. Uh, you can just mix that directly in the pan. You can do like a number of these things. Then you add in the spaghetti again. If you want to even make this better, you take a chicken fillet, right? Just fillet the chicken, put it in the air fryer, give it some Italian seasoning, or really you could make it a spicy piece of chicken too. You could really do whatever you want with the chicken. Put that on top, cut that into pieces. You just made yourself like a chicken pasta that's got no carbs in it, very flavorful, very good, doesn't take a lot of time. You could make that within like 25 minutes. You can make that any night of the week, any day for for lunch, brunch, whatever you want. It doesn't take a lot of time to make it, and I think it's full of flavor, so let's try it. Moving into the next part of the conversation, now I'm getting hungry talking about this stuff. Meatball soup. So how are we going to make meatball soup? So we need beef stock. Boom. We need, like, canned, like, tomato chunks. Boom. We need peppers. We need onions. Boom. We need to get a crock pot and start to layer in the flavoring. I'd also add in a little heavy cream. Then I would add in meatballs. You can make the meatballs from scratch by buying your own ground beef and, and then putting your meatballs in the oven and making them from scratch. Or you could buy the pre-made meatballs in the store. I wouldn't use frozen. I'd use the one in the meat section where the uh, beef is. You know, slightly uh, put them on the burner for a little bit so they have a little texture on them. Then finish cooking them off in the soup. Um, and maybe add a little bit of hot sauce in this. I really think that you'll be very impressed with everything that's in it. You could also add in like tortellini or some sort of noodle to make it really thicker. And I think you'd be very impressed with the soup. It's definitely that type of year for a soup.
how do you salad? Oh my God. So there's so many salads that I like. I like arugula. I like, I mean, I guess iceberg is okay, but that's like my last resort. I like arugula. I like, I can't remember the name of the other one that I love that I'm obsessed with during the summer. I love salads. I think you can eat salads any time of the year, but it's better to eat the salads in the summertime. That's what, I'm more of a summer salad girl. I do like salads. There's also spinach. Mm. That's a good addition for a salad. It's light. You can really put like legitimately anything on top of it and it tastes good. There's just so much you can do with salads. And I like the greenery. I like veggies. Um, if I could, I'd have a house salad with every meal just because I like the freshness and the taste of it. But uh, Skip does not like salads like I do. Which is kind of poopy, but whatever. Um, outside of the salads, Supreme Pasta Salad. And I know you're probably thinking, what is Supreme Pasta Salad? So you're adding more of the pasta salad. Like you're putting more of the sauce into it. That's how you're making it supreme. And you can also add cheese into it if you want to make it really supreme. I think you'd be very surprised. cranberry jalapeno dip so cranberries jalapenos olive oil KitchenAid blender or blendjet Honestly, you want to get the texture right and you want to make sure that the cranberries are at the right state. Um, I think you'll really like the cranberry jalapeno dip. You could have that with crackers or chips or celery or whatever vegetable you want. And I think you'll be very excited and very impressed with the flavoring. I think the sound of that makes me hungry, and I kind of want to go make some right now. So you know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go make me some cranberry jalapeno dip, and I'm going to go get ready to watch Raw. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in to this Monday edition of Born to be a Star. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And I'll see you tomorrow. And don't forget that you are the lightness in the dark, and the only way that I can see is because you are the light. Bye. I'll see you tomorrow.